Welcome to the Church Basement Podcast. Today's topic is giving trees. Grab a cup of coffee or tea, strap on your running shoes, or pick up your knitting needles and join us. Let us introduce ourselves. I'm Pastor Amanda Zentzalo, and I serve as the pastor at Central Lutheran Church here in Northeast Portland, Oregon. And I'm Dawn Miller, a member here at Central and the producer of the podcast. Okay, giving trees. Not an actual tree is my guess. Could be. Could be? Could be. Okay, what is a giving tree? A giving tree shows up around the holiday time. Usually they're out end of November, beginning of December. Okay. And they're covered with paper ornaments. Okay. And on the back of the ornaments, they will have information on items to give. Hmm. So you're giving to whom or what? There are actually lots of options for giving trees as to who are the recipients and who runs them, how people are chosen to receive from them, different organizations, how they want to do it, all kinds of variations. Okay, let's start somewhat at the beginning with, does Central have one? Yes, we do. How did we choose? For this year or for years past? Sure, start with this year. For this year, we got started on the Giving Tree just a little late. Okay. And so the organizations that we might normally work with to get information about a family or another project that needs something, they've all been adopted. So there there are so many giving trees around the city and around the area that our normal kind of usual suspects have already been taken care of. Well, that's kind of lovely. It is. In an interesting way. And so there are lots of different ways that people get kind of a seal of approval as deserving, and I'm putting air quotes around that word, Mm -hmm. as deserving of receiving from a giving tree. Because lots of the normal channels were already filled, this year there are two individuals who are in some way connected to the congregation, and I asked them personally. I have a relationship with them, and I have known them for years. Okay. And so I asked them if they would be willing to be recipients from our tree this year. Okay. And if so, what they would want. Okay, so the idea behind a giving tree is some charity, cause, family, individual Mm -hmm. that needs specific things Mm -hmm. that they simply cannot provide for themselves for whatever reason. Often there is a socioeconomic barrier involved in it. Okay. And the theme is to have something under the Christmas tree at Christmas. Okay, so this is unlike your toy drive because we're not necessarily giving toys and it's not pick whatever you want and bring it in. You've picked an ornament and you're tasked with whatever's on the back of that ornament and it's going to specific people. Yes, absolutely. And so what is on that ornament is precisely what they have asked for. And that's one of the things that is a big lesson about giving, right? Okay. Is that it's not just, well, I think this person needs. Uh, yes. Right? Which is oftentimes how we end up giving to people. Like, well, I really think that they need a new shower curtain because their shower curtain is really kind of gross and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. When what they really need are toiletries. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when we decide what it is, what they need, they actually may not have their needs met. Mm. And giving trees in this fashion give the opportunity for families and people and recipients to be able to state what it is that they would, if they could do it, what they would like. Okay. So in the past, we have given to families. Mm -hmm. How has it worked in the past? 
In the past, we've given to families sometimes. We have given to organizations. I was going to ask, do you, you give to a bigger overarching group? Sure, you certainly can. So we could have chosen one of any number of different charities in the area that we could ask them what's on their wish list. And Sadly, be there give. are many there in are the city. Lots. And so there's lots of opportunity, which is great. And you can really find something that speaks to your heart. So maybe you don't have a giving tree near you mm-hmm. that you could take an ornament from, but you could choose. And this kind of goes with our alternative giving podcast. I think we did that two years ago. We did. Where we talk about different things that you could do. You could go to, say, the Join website or Street Roots website or lots of, you know, whatever organization. Pick a nonprofit. And see if they have a wish list. Oh, okay. Like an Amazon wish list or just a, these are things that we would like wish list. And you can totally choose to purchase items off of that wish list Mm -hmm. to send to them to be used in helpful ways. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't help if you're like, ooh, the street roots vendors, they could all really use down coats. So (laughs) I'm going to go get them a down coat. That's not what they've asked for. It's a nice thought. And yet... What they've asked for are hand warmers, mm-hmm. right? So again, it's about going to the request and not to our own value, putting our own sense of what is right or good to the side and honoring the request of the people that we're serving. Interesting. For some reason, I'm reminded of the schools that my kids go to that this time of year always seem to be out of two things, markers for the blackboards. Mm. And Kleenex. I bet. Every single time. So for those of you out there who don't have a giving tree, there's always school supplies at your local schools. Absolutely. And we know that oftentimes when those needs aren't met, it's our teachers who pick up the bill for that. Oh, it's always the teachers. So that's a great opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So say you come to your giving tree and it's empty. Mm-hmm. What do you do? <laughs> well, give thanks. Because all the ornaments were taken and be excited about that. Those needs are met. Then you could do what we were talking about and go find another alternate. You could check in with the head of whatever area you're at. So if you're at Central, you could come talk to me. Sure. I'm sure monetarily you can always give. Right. Exactly. So this year for our tree, there are lots of ways I'm trying to figure out exactly what to put on the ornament because it would actually be easier to like raise the funds but I don't necessarily want to just be a clearing house of cash. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to decide how to do gift cards and how many, you know, oh, what size gift cards do I put an interesting idea. onto sure. the ornament so that the ornaments are attainable by different people, right? Mm-hmm. Because maybe the kids want to mm-hmm. do an ornament. They're not going to pick up a $100 gift card request no, and be able to do that and feel good. So maybe I need to do a $10 gift card request so that the kids can do mm-hmm. a gift card. But then maybe someone does have the capacity to put $100 in, and that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And so how do you create that kind of a balance to get folks what they need? Mm-hmm. And especially this year with the two individuals that we're serving – Having the actual items can be fun sometimes Mm -hmm. to go and buy the actual item and put it under there, but it could also be a challenge for storing those things, Mm -hmm. depending upon who you're working with and those kinds of things. So the ornaments will be up by the end of the week. Fantastic. Here at Central. By the time this podcast is up. They'll be up. They will totally be up. 
Okay, let's use one of those kids as an example. Mm -hmm. You tell your child to go grab an ornament, they come back, and you're either not sure what it is, Mm -hmm. where to get it, Mm -hmm. or if you want to give it. What Mm -hmm. do you do without looking like Scrooge? (laughs) Without looking like Scrooge. Mm -hmm. Well... If it's something that you just don't want to give and you wouldn't be able to give with a joyful heart, I think that you could pray on that and try to challenge yourself on it. Okay. If it's something that you really don't know how to source it, like you don't know where to go to get it. Sure. And you don't know how to choose it, just swap it. Okay. Like swap your ornament. That's fair. That's fair. If it's something that's out of your capacity to give, Mm -hmm. swap your ornament. And in that kind of a situation, ask your kids like, help guide them mm-hmm. in picking an ornament because you want to be able to do it with joy. It doesn't have to be a blindly random Mm-mm. thing. No, no, no. You can go through the entire tree and scope out all the different things and find the one that really calls to your heart. That's fine. Okay. If there's nothing that calls to your heart, but giving to the tree calls to your heart, then find something that's within your capacity. Okay. It may not be the thing that makes you very excited, but it's within your capacity. And then that's the opportunity for you to grow. Oh, okay. Right. For me, it would be like, okay, well, I don't, I don't really like giving socks. Mm-hmm. Socks are not all that exciting for me to give white athletic socks <laughs> is not very fun. Sure. Like I, I don't, and yet w- more precious than almost anything else. If you are a houseless individual are white mm-hmm. athletic socks because socks that have dye in them, If you wear them, you may not know this, but if you wear the same pair of socks for four days, they begin to adhere to your skin. Not just discolor your skin, but adhere to them? But adhere. I did not know that. And then the dye starts leaching into your body. Oh, that sounds terrible. And so the reason why white athletic socks with the gray toe and heel Are are what they are, are so important and vital for those working with houseless individuals is because a clean pair of socks with no dye in it is absolutely an incredibly important health issue. Wow. And having a fresh pair of socks, folks Mm -hmm. may not really understand who always have fresh socks available to them, but a clean, fresh pair of socks is a really, really big deal, especially when you live in somewhere like Oregon that is wet all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it might not have excited me to give a pair of white athletic socks until I learned that information. Mm -hmm. It was an opportunity for me to step out of my comfort zone, to recognize my own privilege, to challenge myself and my expectation of what charity is versus solidarity, right? That was one of those big moments for me personally to have my eyes opened to why are you giving a houseless person a frozen turkey? They have neither a refrigerator to thaw it, nor an (laughs) oven to to bake it, Mm -hmm. nor a pan to bake it in. Why would you do that? And now they have a 20-pound thing to lug around with them that's freezing Mm -hmm. cold Mm -hmm. in the winter. So not helpful. That lesson from a dear friend of mine who works with uh, houseless folks kind of shifted my understanding. So Mm -hmm. if you pull something from the tree... That isn't exciting and doesn't seem like fun. There's usually a method to the madness. There's a reason for it Mm -hmm. to be on the tree. And give yourself the opportunity to ask why and to learn and to have have your perspective perhaps shifted. 
And if your perspective doesn't shift and you still feel the same way, that's totally fine. Well, give you know, this then, then and go find a else... toy drive to give something that's right. f- fun and fancy. Exactly. Okay, say you're interested by this idea, but you either don't go to a church that has a giving tree mm-hmm. or an organization that does. Where do you typically find these? Who usually does them? Churches, some work offices. I've actually, I think I've seen one at Walmart. Yeah? Yeah, I thought I did. Okay. So sometimes Fred Meyer, I think Fred Meyer has had here in the Pacific Northwest. In addition to toy drives, coat drives, yeah. other kind of things. Yeah. I think I've seen them kind of around and about. So okay. keep your eyes open. They're usually kind of near the front entrances of places. Okay. And watch for that. Ornaments go quickly. Mm. People enjoy this. And so stuff goes quickly off the trees. It's late November, early December when you got to grab one if you okay. want to participate. Is there an understanding of an end time? Have it in by Christmas? Yeah, normally there is a please have this return to buy. Okay. And if you miss the cutoff date because life... Bring it anyway. Bring it anyway. And talk to the organizers. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so these typically show up around the holidays. Is there any other time of year you'll find a giving tree like this? You may not find a giving tree, but you can always, any time of the year... Check your favorite passion organization for a wish list. Okay. And if you think of those wish lists as like a giving tree, mm. then, you know, maybe you want to work on this for Valentine's Day with your family. Instead of doing Valentine's cards, you want to send out hand warmers or, sure. you know, there's lots of opportunity for that alternative giving kind of stuff. And just like it is kind of awesome to buy chicks from Heifer International at Christmas time. I really do like that. Right? Mm-hmm. You can do that kind of a thing for birthdays or for anniversaries or any other kind of Hallmark holiday that comes up. I mean, how fun would it be for St. Patrick's to be like, hmm, I'm going to go look and see what's out there to give that's kind of a St. Patrick's theme. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have lots of fun with that. So if you are someone who likes to give and you don't have an organization that you automatically give to, and you really don't want to just give cash in hand, that you really do want to give items. A thing. A thing. Then find an organization that matches up with your passion, be it kids or animals or whatever it is, and ask that organization what it is they need. I, for some reason, just thought of on my way to and from work, Mm -hmm. I drive by the big Lloyd Convention Center and across from there is an animal rescue place right by that Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what they need. I wonder if they need like pet food or kitty litter or leashes or Mm -hmm. what are the kinds of things that a shelter would need? So those are all ideas. What I love about this is your insistence on asking or finding the tree or the wish list. Yeah. Because I know I've heard, especially in the wake of some of the big fires that have happened recently, there are great needs out there, but you can't always anticipate or predict what those needs are. Absolutely. And just sending piles of stuff to people is not always helpful. So unhelpful. They have no place to store this kind of stuff. Right. And what they really need, I mean, no one wants to talk about it, but what they really need are fresh underwear. Yeah. And frankly, you're not going to pick the ones that they want to wear. No. And sizes and everything. And styles. Everybody has their own favorite size and style. But 
that's really necessary. I remember right after, I think it was one of the hurricanes when Brene Brown Mm -hmm. did an underwear drive, Mm -hmm. right? Again, it's not about what is fun to give to people, Mm -hmm. right? It's about what they're actually asking for and what is helpful. And there are still lots of ways. This came up in the alternative giving as well. But I know I have heard specifically in reference to a lot of the fires in California recently that in the holiday season this year, there are lots of companies out there where whatever you buy, be it socks, underwear, bras, Mm -hmm. they will donate a pair to that cause and campaign. Yep. So if you want to go that route, instead of picking out something for somebody, find somebody or a company who's interested in doing that kind of charity work. There you go. And the other thing to keep in mind is that there are many corporate groups that if you're working for them, they will do a match on your giving. So check and see, depending upon where you work, check and see what kind of a program they might have for matching donations. Because that can make your dollar stretch. That can double your dollar. Sure. Okay, this is going to lead me to my last question. Do you like the giving trees when you've used them here at Central? Or is there another way that you prefer? I think they work great. Yeah. At this time of year, people are really pondering this sort of thing and feeling called to it. Mm -hmm. So it works. Okay. And that's awesome. So. Wonderful. I'll take it. Well, thank you, Pastor Amanda, for taking the time to help us learn a little more about giving trees and wish lists. I look forward to sitting down with you another week on another topic. As do I. And thank you all for participating in your local giving trees if you're able to. If you have questions or if you would like to contribute towards ours this year, we can certainly accept donations online and that kind of a thing. Just let us know. You can let us know on our Facebook page. You can also reach out at podcast at centralportland.org. And we would always appreciate reviews on iTunes to help people find us. Until we are back in your ears again, remember, God loves you no matter what.